Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you find yourselves on the radio dial podcast world. It is time once again for WWW. What happened this week in the world and what do we think about it? Ken H. always coming to you live from Houston, Texas. I hope you're doing well. For those new to the program, it's a real simple, fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. Sit back and enjoy the quickness and the speed at which we're going to rifle through a little sports, a little entertainment, a little politics, some things happening in the world. Take a break from our fantastic sponsor and then talk about some of the items of the day. Of the week, that's right. Thank you so much for joining. If you hear a little nasal sound, allergies are going crazy. I don't know how many of you all suffer from allergy attacks, allergy discomforts, but certainly this has been a season for me and the allergies are underway. So bear with me. I'm sorry, but thank you for always being here. Here we go. If you're in the Supreme Court, you'll find on your docket before you, Google's being sued. Google has a monopoly, they claim. The, the people who are suing them say that I've been unfairly censored, unfairly targeted. They won't let me put on my programs, be my search engine, be my whatever. And so the Supreme Court has decided they are going to hear this case, listen to the facts, and make a decision. Is Google actually acting like a monopoly? We'll find out. Certainly Elon Musk's activities have suggested that there has been a lot of censorship going on on the internet. Certainly Twitter's revelations and those opening up of the Twitter vaults and finding that they really did censor the conversations. They really were willing to put one side of a discussion really in a box or in the closet and never to be seen or heard from again. And yet what we find is that we really do want to talk about stuff, even yell about it maybe or scream or argue or debate. But we really don't want to just listen to one side. The other side doesn't want to hear your side, and you don't want to hear their side, perhaps. But we do need both sides to have an equal and opportunity discussion on just any topic. Pick a topic. I don't care. I'm not going to tell you what side I'm on, but listeners of the program probably can guess. But the fact is that we do need a dual conversation. That's why it's called conversation. That's why it's called your side, my side, one side versus the other, one side talking about a subject, the other side have an opinion as well on the same subject. That's okay. It's healthy. It's okay to have differences of opinion. It's not going to cause you to melt. You're not going to roll over and die because I don't agree with everything you say. And if you can't take hearing someone else's discussion point, someone else's point of view without crying or getting upset or wanting to be mad and angered or stop them from speaking, the problem is not on their side. The problem is in the mirror. And you have to look in the mirror and realize, I have the problem. I'm not tough enough. Big words, strong words, but I'll use them again. If you can't hear the other person's opinion on the same subject you have, differing from your opinion, and you can't handle it, they're not the problem. You're not tough enough, and you need to get tougher. You need to be able to handle someone's words about a subject that you disagree with, and that's okay. Hear me clearly, folks. 
it's okay to disagree. Do I want to disagree all the time with everybody I'm with? No. But guess what? We don't disagree about all the subjects all the time. So, we're going to see how they handle it. We're going to see what they do, and it's going to be exciting. And I wish them nothing but success. And I'm very curious about what they're going to do going forward. Now let's move on to entertainment. Well, it's time for, again, those award shows. I don't really care. I can't remember the last time I watched an award show. I've really been disheartened by Hollywood's promotions, Hollywood's opinions, Hollywood's desire to share their opinions on my life and their opinions on my life and their opinions over my decisions all through that COVID, all through all that drama, mass, no mass, vaccine, no mass. I really got tired of it. And in fairness, I've gotten tired of those individuals trying to tell me that they know how to live my life better than I do. And so I guess I've kind of lost interest. I have a lot of friends in that group and I have a lot of people that I know from there, but I just don't seem to care anymore. And I certainly am not so impressed that you want to give yourselves awards all the time. You're, it's your turn to get an award. Okay, next week it'll be my turn. Okay, you get it this week and all that back and forth. So if you want to watch the award shows, they continue to dwindle in the ratings. They continue to go down no matter who the hosts are, no matter who's up on the stage, no matter what the shows or movies are. They just don't seem to be drawing an audience anymore. And I think I'm holding majority of people are just tired of them sharing their opinions and they don't line up with mine, blah, 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 blah. So I don't care to watch it. But if you want to, I think there's an award show this weekend. Okay. But let's be honest, it's time for the end of football. You know I'm a football fan. I love baseball and football. Those are my two favorite sports. And it is time. Big weekend. We just finished. What a great couple of games. Well, one game was great. The other game was a quite a quick finish. The Philadelphia Eagles beat very quickly and sadly the uh, San Francisco 49ers. And so they will not be playing in the Super Bowl, but the Philadelphia Eagles will. I was in the Jacksonville Super Bowl and they were playing the New England Patriots. They lost, but I was there and it was a good game. So I'm okay with the Philadelphia Eagles being there. I like that they're there. And then you had the Kansas City, Seattle, uh, Kansas City Chiefs against the Cincinnati Bengals. What a game. That was a nail-biter all the way to those teams continue to battle it out, each one ending the game with about three points winning. It seemed to be Cincinnati's year, as every time they played Kansas City, they would win by at least and maybe even only three points. So it came down to no surprise this championship would as well be decided by a field goal, and it was this time in Kansas City's favor. So it is going to be a Super Bowl in two weeks. February the 12th, Super Bowl 57 will be played. So some special things happening. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be playing the Philadelphia Eagles. First time in Super Bowl history, there'll be two black quarterbacks going against each other. You've got two brothers, the Kelsey brothers, one Kansas City Chief tight end Kelsey, and then the other center for the Philadelphia Eagles, Kelsey. So the two Kelsey brothers will play. It's the first time that the, it's the fourth time, excuse me, that the first seeded teams will meet again. So the, both NFC and AFC's one seed, first seed, 
went all the way through the playoffs, went all the way through the season, and are going head-to-head in the big game. That's the fourth time that that has happened. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. I'm actually also looking forward to this weekend's uh, 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 championship game, the uh, the mid-game. They call it the, oh, my goodness, my brain is collapsing with my allergies. They call it the, uh, the, uh, the uh, oh, goodness gracious, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning are going to take two teams, one on each side. They're going to go. They're going to have a flag football game. They're going to have uh, some contests, some kind of challenges, some uh, skills tests, skills challenges. And it's going to be, again, a, a, a good weekend Sunday for that football game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I like those brothers a lot. They're very enjoyable to watch, fun to talk to, and you get them going back and forth. So it's kind of fun. But this is the... Um, if I make the playoffs, no, I make the, uh, I'm selected for the, oh my goodness, it'll come back to me and then I'll be embarrassed, but I am going to be talking about it. What's happening in the world? Well, Israel and Gaza continue to fight. That war does not seem to ever go away. If you're looking at the doomsday clock, you have 90 seconds sooner than later due to that Russia drama about blowing up the world with his nuclear weapons. And so they've taken 90 seconds away from our doomsday clock. Thanks, that's not so fun. The 747, last 747, just came out of production by Boeing this week, and its final vessel, never to make any more 747s again, has now left the building. We're going to talk about that because I have some great stories, and it's going to be interesting. We're going to take a quick break. As you know, the fastest 25 minutes ends in the first 10 minutes with a break. And our word from our fantastic sponsors. Travel and Leisure Magazine are those sponsors, and I could not be prouder. 12 issues come to your house. That's one full year for $29.99. 58% off the cover charge, cover price of the magazines. Beautiful magazine. It's going to help you go find a, re- a location, a vacation spot, anything you want. It's going to be right there from Travel and Leisure Magazine. 866-737-8037 or on your computer, of course, www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. The 747, the queen of the skies. Wow, wow, wow. First built in 1969, Pan Am ordered them, and they came rolling out. And in 1970, this monster of a plane at the time, four engines, nearly 500 people, rolled out onto the tarmac and took off. That plane changed flying history. Everybody wanted to get on the 747, the dominant airline of the land. Unbelievable. 50,000 people put out the first Boeing 747 in less than 16 months. The fuselage entirety is 225 feet long. It stands over six stories high. Pan Am was the first airline to have them. 
Delta was the last airline to own them. And the last plane, 1,574 Boeing 747s have been made. But Boeing even themselves realized it was a monster. And Airbus, its competitor in Europe, started working and they came up with a combined different plane. So both Airbus and Boeing have created some new planes, two engines, with as many people on board. So we say goodbye to the Queen of the Skies. You'll still see them flying because they have been famous for many things. Known as a cargo plane. Known, of course, as a passenger plane. The Boeing 747 took the Space Shuttle Enterprise on its first flight into the stratosphere to come and land normally to see if that Space Shuttle could handle it. You'll recognize it, of course, anytime you see a president coming of the United States. They are the plane of the Air Force One. So the 747 presidential plane, both Air Force One and Air Force Two, are 747s. So that's the topic we're going to start with tonight. We're going to have some fun. Have you had the pleasure of ever flying in a 747? Boy, I have, and it's been a very, very blessed time. It's, it is an incredible machine. I'm still fascinated to this day that we can get off the ground with these airplanes. So let's not be kidding ourselves. These planes get off the ground with all these people and passengers and luggage and stuff. And, of course, Midnight and I came over on a plane together, 747 as well, combo plane. That was 43 rows of passengers and stuff and food and movies and then the wall. And then we had 13 horses in the back in their boxes in the back of our plane, plus the luggage, all those people, all that cargo, plus horses. God, these planes have been amazing. <clears throat> I've had the pleasure of sitting up in that top cockpit area, that reserve section. That is kind of fun to be up there. It seems like a little bitty plane for just you and 10 other people. And then you've got the pilots up there, of course. And so that's kind of special if you've had the pleasure. If you get a chance to book that once in your life, it's kind of fun. I would encourage you to do that because you'll have this moment of that. Uh, remember that show? Remember Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with Robin Leach? Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I'm Robin Leach. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams, you know. And he always would tour. Kind of a, the original Cribs, if you think about it. He really originated that show Cribs that MTV took over because he would always take us into celebrities' homes and their famous cars and their houses and how it was decorated and on their planes or yachts or things. So he actually was the originator of all that, uh, you know, spying on your celebrities or finding out what the celebrities lived like and how they lived. So that's kind of cool. So you have this Boeing 747. It can travel almost around the world without stopping, but it does stop to refuel most times. You can go from New York all the way across the hemisphere over to China. You can go from California all the way down to Australia. You can go from New York all the way over well into the Africas. So the plane has some incredible mileage. It has some incredible abilities, and it's just, it's just a monster. And yet it still flies, right? I remember several times on a couple of the planes that uh, 
that they had some people and they would cause the movies and everybody would settle in and you'd have your food and then you have plenty of time, of course. Now, most of the time, those are on these, as I just mentioned, the long-distance flights. So kind of eight or ten hours at least or had a lot of cargo, right? The plane flight from midnight and I was only eight hours from Amsterdam to New York, but it had all that room and people and passengers and cargo and stuff. So they needed the big planes. But... If you want to go to Asia, or if you want to go to the Africas, or perhaps all the way down to Australia, you'll probably find yourself on a 747. Or now they're talking about the 757, which is that entire two-layered vessel, right? There's two full decks from front to end in those big monsters, and I think they carry up to 900 people or so. Very, very amazing what we're able to do with our planes and how we get around so have you ever been i'm anxious to hear give me some feedback on those planes i want you to know that the queen of the skies is still there even though they've finished production there are plenty of them out in the world 1574 of them have been produced so there's plenty of chances for you to get in a 747 and travel the world travel leisure magazine of course will help you get to one of those hotspot destinations and probably help you get to the destination of your choice. And because of that, if it's far away, you might have to get on a 747. Wouldn't that be fun, right? Wouldn't that be an incredible moment to be able to get on a 747 and say, yeah, I was just listening to a podcast, fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world, and they were talking about these 747s. Isn't that incredible? Right where I was talking. So let me just share with you one story. Of course, I was flying from Australia, uh, forgive me, I was flying from South Africa, Cape Town, to Australia. I had just done a wedding, was at a wedding that I was at, and I was then needing to be in Australia for a business event. And sure enough, I was over. So I got in the plane, but I had been flying for so long. It was just a quick, quick trip down from the Netherlands to Cape Town, do the wedding, and then off to Af uh, to Australia. Oh, my gosh, I was sick, sick, sick. Have you ever traveled when you're sick, you just don't feel well? Boy, was I sick. I was feverish. I was cuddled up on the plane. I was in my seat. I was all hot and cold and hot and cold and hot and cold, back and forth. It's just unbelievable. And so it's just miserable, right? Even on the biggest plane that I had traveled in my life, I was still finding myself uncomfortable because I had no place to hide, no bed to lay in, no way to cover myself, and I was just sick. Ah, it was horrible. You ever had that experience? Tell me when you get a chance in your cards and your notes, send me a note to tell me your worst sick trip. That reminds me, of course, of a sick trip that I'll never, I won't mention on air, but that does, I was on a school trip. Then we had the, the road trips, right? And you have your airline trips. And so that was the worst airline trip, and it was just my own uh, doing. Unfortunately, I was the one sick, but the plane didn't do anything wrong, didn't cause me any troubles. But boy, was I sick, 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 and I'll never forget it. So you have these moments. You're flying around, you're driving, you're doing all these adventures, and they just stick. I had a birthday dinner uh, at my uh, restaurant tonight, and sure enough, they were celebrating everybody that had a birthday in January. Thank you, those latecomers, to know my birthday was in January. Thank you, the third. And so sure enough, uh, they were, and I just went around. I said, what was your favorite birthday gift, right? And some 
cutesy ones, romantic ones. Well, my husband gave me this diamond ring, or my husband gave me this or that, or my wife gave me this. And so there was back and forth those great moments. You have those special things. Isn't it amazing that whether it's a birthday or a dinner or a song or a trip or a plane can remind you of these special moments that we have. We have so many special moments in our lives and you get to have the pleasure of spending them with somebody or sharing them with somebody. You get a chance to share them with your loved ones or friends, family, you ever traveled with your friends. You know, for a long time, I may have told you, and I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but I only traveled from my house, I mean, from, my, from where I was living and working to visit my family, mother and father back home. I never would travel outside of just going for the holidays back and forth until one time I was just traveling and I was coming back from uh, Houston to New York and I saw these people laughing and I said to myself, why can't I travel with my friends? I'm old enough. But that was just it. I had just never done it. And that sparked it on a plane, traveling, watching other people have fun, remembering that should be fun. Why can't I do that? And sure enough, that started my travels with my friends. And I've been very blessed to travel for the rest of my life from that moment on, on these trips around to wherever, doing whatever with friends of mine. Just very, very cool. And so I encourage you once again, little plug for our dear friends at Travel Leisure. They'll help you get to where you want to go with your friends. Of course, you can take your family, but the friends are fun too. Take a friend trip. The Dutch are great at that. The Dutch, even Dutch couples, the girl will go with her girlfriends on a trip somewhere. The guy will go with his guy friends home tape. And they don't always have to do the couple thing. They don't always have to go traveling together as couples. And it's happened quite often, and I've seen it happen. It's very healthy. It's very good for the relationship because they both come back with these great adventure stories and great fun with their friends. And so that's just kind of one of those things. So it's exciting times to travel, and traveling is so big. And if you've not had the pleasure of getting out yet, the, America has so much to offer. Let's not kid ourselves. America has a huge... Uh, landscape to see various parks and uh, cities and foods and activities and things so so much to be seen here in our own country but then if you're blessed or have a passport and you can leave the country get out and go see some of the rest of the world the world is small teeny tiny and I say that not at all in disrespect but I've met so many people from around the world and they found themselves we found ourselves saying oh I've been there oh I've been there oh I've been there too and all of a sudden now you realize that everybody has a chance to have met or be somewhere where you've gone. So it's quite fun, right, when you think about it. I'm going to travel. I'm going to go travel leisure and go and have some fun with my friends or with my family. Going to get on a 747, that queen of the sky monster of a plane. Find my seat, watch a movie, eat several meals because the flight's at least eight hours. Get up and stretch my legs, walk up and down the plane. It's going to be huge. And it's just going to be fantastic. And I'm going to continue to do that for the eight hours that until they tell me to sit down, sir, we're about to land. Okay, well, fair enough. But that's what it's all about. And if you haven't had a chance to do it, I'm going to encourage you with this very podcast tonight. Hopefully not the first time you've heard us, www. What happened this week in the world and what do we think about it? But if you do, and you're sparked to some joy, and you have a chance to get out and go someplace, I'm going to encourage you to do it. But Ken, I don't have any friends. 
that's okay to go by yourself. I've there's a, a, a friend of mine that I know. He travels all by himself. That's all he likes. He likes to go by himself. In fact, he doesn't really want to travel with anybody else. Rude, I thought when I said, "Can I go?" And he said, "No, I'm going by myself." Okay, but that's okay too. So you want to go by yourself? You want to go with your friends? You want to go with your family? I encourage you to jump on it. And if you can, and you know you're going to be on a long flight, be on the lookout for the 747 because they don't make them anymore. And if you get to get on one, and you get to be on one, and you get to travel, that's going to be pretty cool because they do not have the luxury anymore of making them. Boeing made its last one, so we'll say kudos, salute, cheers to the Queen of the Skies, the 747, and that brings us to a close. Because remember, we're all in this together. We are all in this world together, doing our own thing together. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next time for the fastest 25 minutes of the podcast world. You're listening to WWW, What Happened This Week in the World, and what do we think about it? Have a great week. See you soon. See you next week. Bye-bye.